Good evening and a very good evening to all of you out there. Thank you for tuning in to Calvary Baptist Church Half Hour Broadcast. It's a pleasure to be with you this evening as you have tuned in. I am Pastor Joseph J. Mensah, and I'm so happy to share God's word with you tonight. Tonight I want to speak on the theme shining as a child of God or shining as a Christian. We should allow God's son Jesus Christ shine his light through us as we walk with him. And I'm reading from Ephesians chapter 5, verse 8 to 14. Ephesians 5, 8 to 14. Verse 8. For you were once darkness, but now are light in the Lord. Live as children of light, for the fruit of the light consists in all goodness, righteousness, and truth. And find out what pleases the Lord. Have nothing to do with the fruitless deeds of darkness, but rather expose them. For it is shameful even to mention what the disobedient do in secret. But everything exposed by the light becomes visible. For it is light that makes everything visible. This is why it is said, Wake up, O sleeper, rise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. Beloved, tonight, you and I are redeemed and saints in the Lord. Tonight, as we listen to the words of our text, as I've just read, did you notice the comparison of light and darkness? Tonight, as we heard God's word from our text, we realize they are not written to all people, but to God's children, believers, Christians. They are written to you and me, Specifically, they remind us of the change that is taking place in our life because of God's gift of faith, a gift which we did not deserve or earn, but which has been freely given and worked in our hearts by the Holy Spirit. This gift of faith comes to us from none other than God's heart and by the Holy Spirit. This gift of faith comes to us who, through Jesus Christ who made the heavens and the earth. Apostle Paul described in Corinthians, for God who said, let light shine out of darkness, made his light shine in our hearts to give us the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Christ. Second Corinthians 4 says, our gift of faith is precious. Our gift of faith is important. Our gift of faith comes from the creator. What are you and I or any believer to do with that great precious gift of faith? That God has given to us. In our text, the Lord encourages us to let God's sun shine. In other words, as we live our lives in a sin-darkened world, the Lord encourages us to let God's light really shine in order to dispel the darkness in our lives. This is what we want to look at this evening. We, we are reminded to let God's sun shine. His life in us. Jesus brings us into his light as we gave our life to him. And then we also look and he also keeps us from the dark. Jesus Christ brings us into his light and keeps us from darkness. Ephesus 
Paul wrote this letter to the church in Ephesus. And Ephesus was a major metropolitan area in the trade center because of Paul's lengthy stay in Ephesus. Many people had changed from their ways of darkness to follow in the way and light of the Lord because of the length of time that Paul spent in Ephesus. We are told that the whole region heard about the message of the Savior. In the first chapters of Ephesians, Paul discusses the fact that they were once children of darkness, but not all those darkness in their life have changed. Tonight, the text in the text that we read, the text began by saying, For you were once darkness. These people who received this letter that Paul wrote to Ephesus, the church in Ephesus, they are living in a city that was very dark with sin. Ephesus was a big, sprawling metropolitan trade center where the people indulged themselves in every kind of sin that you can imagine. They gave themselves over to fulfill their fleshly desires and sexual immorality because that was the way persons who lived there indulged themselves in. Now, because of the light of the glory of God that has come to these people, their lives were changed. So Paul says, For you were once darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. In other words, they had now seen the light. These believers or Christians knew the difference between what was wrong and dark and what was light and good. So Paul says to them, For you were once darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Live as children of light and find out what pleases the Lord. Christ had brought them into the light through the word of truth. Rather than finding out what pleases them, they were going to find out what pleases the Lord. That is what Paul was urging the church in Ephesus to do. It will be a challenge because these new believers, like everyone else around them, had grown up pleasing themselves. They were set in their ways, not worrying about anyone else or anything else. Now they were to please the Lord. In case they did not know how to please the Lord, Paul tells them how to do that. He writes in verse 9, For the fruit of the light consists in all goodness, righteousness, and truth. Paul uses those terms in a very spiritual sense. Goodness is not just plain being good, but it is the moral excellence that comes from knowing God. That is Christian's goodness. He says to find out and discover for themselves righteousness, not their own righteousness, not the righteousness of some fourth gods, but the righteousness that comes from and through and by God alone. This is the righteousness that saves. And there's truth, not relative truth, but absolute truth because God's word is true. You know, some people say um, uh, truth is relative. What could be truthful for you cannot be truthful for me. That's not what we are talking about. We are talking about absolute truth that is found in Scripture. Commandment and instructions given to believers in Scripture are absolute. And we must obey them and not argue and make a lot of um, sense trying to um, talk about it and trying to uh, use our own human wisdom about what is the truth. Truth is the word of God. The word of God is the truth. 
When you and I come to the Lord Jesus Christ, truth, righteousness, holiness is implanted in us. And therefore, we have the responsibility with the help of the Holy Spirit to work out into reality the truth and righteousness and holiness that has been planted in us. You know, legalistically, God justifies us. And if we are justified and declared righteous and holy, that we must work it out with the help of the Holy Spirit and with determination and resolution to say, Lord, I want to obey you in everything that I do. I will no longer walk in darkness. I will walk in the light that you have thrown on me. I will walk in the light that you have put on me. This is what Paul was trying to tell the church in Ephesus. So these values or these virtues please the Lord. Righteousness and holiness please the Lord. Now that they were children of light, they have to pursue these things rather than the deeds of darkness because Christ has brought them into the light. At the very end of our test, it says, and Christ will shine on you. With those words, Apostle Paul reminded these believers of the purpose of Christ's light. Christ is going to shine on us when we, with the help of the Holy Spirit, resolve and are determined to walk in the light and not in darkness. Jesus came as the way, the truth, and the life. He came as a light shining in the darkness of sin. John tells us in John 12, 46, I've come into the world as a light so that no one who believes in me should stay in darkness. Tonight, you and I sit in the light of the knowledge of salvation. It is a gift to us through faith from the Holy Spirit. Christ wants his light of faith to shine on us and in us and around us. God's word reminds us that the light of faith of the knowledge of salvation is precious because it is God's divine gift to each one of us. Christ has shined the light on us. It is a gift to us through faith from the Holy Spirit. Christ wants his light of faith to shine on us and in us and around us. God's word, as we read them day by day, remind us that the light of faith, of the knowledge of salvation, is precious because it is God's divine gift to each one of us as believers. God indeed loves us. During the Lent season, we see just how much Jesus did so that we are able to bask in his divine light. We observe and hear and study Jesus' passion, his suffering, and his final death on the cross. Then we rejoice also in the resurrection of Christ the Lord. All these events remind us how helpless and weak we are. It reminds us how much the darkness of sin has control of this world. Colossians says in the Colossians 1, verse 13 to 14. For he has rescued us from the dominion of darkness and brought us into the kingdom of the son he loves, in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sin. Christ has brought us into his light, snatching us from the dominion of darkness, snatching us from the grip of Satan, the power of death, and even the snare of sin itself. Christ died on the cross. Christ shared his life for us. And he snatched us from the power of darkness. He snatched us from darkness. And therefore, our life must be walking 
under the light that Christ shine on us. Day by day, Christ shine on us. And you and I must resolve and be absolute to walk in the light of scriptures, in the light of the Bible as we read them day by day, night by night, and spend time uh, meditating on God's word. It throws light. It illuminates our spirit and our soul and our body, and we are able to walk in the power of scripture, the power of God's word day by day. That dominion of sin will no longer hold us. Christ snatches us from the grip of Satan, the power of death, and even the snare of sin itself and the flesh. God has brought us into the light so that we might let his light shine. Very, very important. That is what the Lord encourages us to do. This is not always easy because the world is not looking for the light of Christ. The world is looking at its own way and path. We need to walk and be the touch bearers of our generation and make sure that people see the light. So we are our light as to supposed to reflect the glory of God, which is the light of our hearts through faith. In Matthew 5.16, the Lord says, In the same way, let your light shine before men, that they may see your good deeds and praise your Father in heaven. I'm sure that each one of us, as we listen to this broadcast, will let God's light shine over our hearts. For in this world, which is ever darkened by sin, either will, we will see in us a different. The world may see in us a different. They see us honesty. They see our kindness. They will see our joy and contentment. That is a light that we can let shine in the world that is dishonest, a world that is mean, a world that is unfaithful, a world that is unhappy, a world that is broken, a world that is, that is wicked, a world that is full of discontent, a world that is full of wickedness, a broken world, a world that is really, really down there and in deep dark. When we share our light, when we go before the Lord and share our light, the light of God will shine on us. The light of God will indeed shine on us. And the world will know that we are holding torches of the gospel. And wherever you are walking in darkness, and you see light, everybody will gravitate towards the light. So we should let our light shine in the midst of people and let them know that the light, the Savior of the world has come. He is the light of the world. And darkness cannot comprehend the light of Jesus Christ. But you and I have the responsibility and the duty to make sure that this light is shine in this dark world of sin so that people will run towards the light, be gravitated towards the light, who is Jesus Christ, who also throw his light on them, that they will come to know Jesus and live their life for him. Our loving Lord Jesus says, let the light of God's signs shine, because Jesus brought you into the light. When Jesus brings us into the light, he doesn't stop there. Jesus also keeps us out of the dark. So Jesus, once he saves us, he does not forgive our sins and throw his light on us, he does not leave us there. He now will not allow us to stay in the dark. Jesus will not keep us in the dark. He will keep us from the dark. Life is going to be very difficult for those of us believers, especially us now, and also those 
at the time in Ephesus. They were in the minority. The rest of the world was going on around them, worshipping the false gods. Ephesus had lots of temples built for many different false gods. These new believers had to compete against that darkness. Same also, we today, we live in the world full of sin, full of worldly values, and therefore they are competing against us, and we need to stand firm. The fact is, we studied in Acts how Apostle Paul got into trouble when he exposed the false gods. The people who made the false gods started a rout because they were going to lose so much business. Paul pointed out the truth was that their false gods were dark and the God Jehovah Jesus was light. This will be very bad for the businesses making and selling the idols. So Paul was beaten. He was actually lynched. So Paul has to remind these believers to keep going ahead and walk in the path of light and put behind them those deeds of darkness. He described this for us. I have nothing to do with the fruitless deeds of darkness. He wanted to remind them that their former life was fruitless. It was empty. There was nothing lasting there. Through for a time it might have satisfied their sinful desires, their flesh and lust, but nothing that lasts forever like eternity. Paul tells them to avoid those fruitless deeds of darkness, but rather expose them. But every Thing exposed by the light becomes visible. Paul had done that with the false gods until there was even a rout and lynching. That was the example for these believers not to fall back into their old sinful ways, not to give in to their fleshly desires, and not to worship the false gods that they once worshipped. They were to put behind them the deeds of darkness and walk down the path of light and righteousness. Beloved, tonight, you and I also need to put behind us deeds of darkness and walk down the path of righteousness. We are not to listen to our fleshly desires. We are not to worship false gods. We are to be example of believers. We are not to fall back into our old sinful ways. We are to walk in the light and indeed become touch bearers for the dark world of sin that we live in, sharing the gospel which is light. The light is the path of our way. The light will shine our way and will not go wrong. When you and I read the Bible and resolve to obey, it becomes life for our path. And it becomes strength for our marrow and our bones. We are going to be strong for the Lord. We need to stand firm. We need to walk in the light. If we do not walk into the light, our life will be full of darkness and it will not glorify God. Paul said to them to avoid fruitful deeds of darkness. Here, in a sense, we find a bit of difference from the time of Apostle until our time, don't we? There were some things done in secret which were even too shameful to speak about. In our day and age, in our age of information, it seems as if there is no sin that is too shameful to speak about. Is that those dark, secret, shameful sins are brought out into the open? And our society suffers. It seems that the sins that were once kept in the dark and behind locked doors are now pushed to the forefront. And our society suffers. Just by watching the news, we see those disgusting things that were not talked about as people come 
and even dress almost half naked in headline stories of our news, either electronic or print media. It is not just some back page in the news, but brought to the front page headlines and with pictures. The worst part is the shameful things are now being accepted. People accepted the things that we used not to accept them, but now people are even arrogant and proud to accept those things in the open. That's where you and I come in. We must light the light that God has shined upon us. We must become torch bearers and bring the light to the people and make sure that they are living a light that is bringing glory to the Lord. These sinful things are brought into the fore and that we are being forced to make them the norms instead of taboos. They are being forced to accept them, lion hook and sinker. These shameful things are taught to be the things that enlighten people to understand. These secret sins are still sins of darkness. They are still sins, Job says, in the dark. Men break into houses, but by day they shut themselves in. They want nothing to do with the light. Job 24 verse 16. In our society, rather than letting light expose sin, has made sin seem like it is the light. They want nothing to do with the light that says it is wrong. It has gone so far as even our leaders, our political leaders, our societal leaders have broken the law and now they wanted to accept the law, the broken laws as norms. Tonight it is all the more important that we let God's Son, Jesus Christ, shine. That every believer boldly walks in God's divine light. We allow God to shine in our life that we boldly walk in the divine light. The things that are light, the world today wants want to even shame us for walking in the light. The world today, the dark world of sin, want to frown and make faces at us when we choose to walk in the light. We need to stand firm that we will not be shaken, but rather walk in the light of the gospel. How are we going to overcome the sin in this world? How is any believer going to overcome the darkness that seems to be enveloping our whole nation and world? We must stay true to the word of God. We remind ourselves that as the Lord has brought us into his light, so the Lord will strengthen and encourage us and keep us out of the dark, very simply with his word. Psalm 119 talks about the power of God's word and the blessings of his law. I gain understanding from your precepts. Therefore, I hate every wrong path. Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. Psalm 119 verse 104 and 105. God's word shows us that, that what is dark. God's word reveals to us those things that ought to be done in the light. You and I then, as God's children and children of light, are to live as children of light. We don't necessarily have to be so negative and against everything, but we can be positive about those things that are good and right. Yes, we have to point out sin when there is sin, but we also get to point out God's grace and forgiveness we don't do it by ourselves because then we will throw up our hands in despair and say, what is the use? Who is going to overcome all of this darkness? Who is going to overcome all of this sin? Today, we are reminded, yes, there is going to be darkness in the world, especially as the judgment day approaches, as the coming of Christ approaches. 
there is going to be darkness in the world, especially as the, the deeds of darkness are increasing. And we put in the armor of light as believers. The Bible says to take up the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. We are equipped to stay out of the dark because the Lord has put around us his armor of light. The Lord equip us with his word, with his armor of light. So let us put aside the deeds of darkness and put on the armor of light. Romans 13, 12. Paul reminds us, yes, there is going to be darkness in the world, especially as the coming of Jesus Christ approaches. But he says, we can throw aside those deeds of darkness and put on God's armor of light. He says, we can, we can take up the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. We are equipped to stay out of the dark because the Lord has put around us his armor of light. When the world around us and our society tries to take away the light and push to the front darkness, even if it seems darkness is winning, the Lord is still on our side. The Lord then encourages us all the more to let God's sun shine. We do it because Jesus has brought us into the light. And we are able to do it because Jesus keeps us out of the dark, well equipped with his word. The same Lord who created the heavens and the earth makes this light shine in our lives and in our hearts. God does so that we will have faith and make our lives shine with his light. That others might see our faith, that they might see our God's glory. Isaiah says, Arise, shine, for your light has come. And the glory of the Lord rises upon you. Nations will come to your light, and the kings to the brightness of your dawn. Isaiah 60, verse 1 and verse 3. God's word will always be victorious. It has already been victorious in our lives. God's word has changed us from people of darkness into children of light. God's word and God's son keep us in the light rather than walking in the darkness. God's sun shines in our hearts so that we might let God's sun shine in our life for others to see. May the Lord bless us tonight. May the Lord lift his countenance upon us and give us the strength to walk in the light. Beloved, tonight, God's word that has come to you, just reflect on them and allow God to speak to you so that you'll be a child of light and not live in darkness. Thank you for tuning in tonight and listening to me. I am Pastor Joseph J. Mensah. Make a date with me same time next week and stay blessed.